greetings, and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's test table, where we don't just play test games, we stress test them. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Kevin Welch. And I'm Mr. Paschke. And welcome back, Mr. Paschke. That's Thank right. You. And you know what? Before we do anything else, actually, Mr. Paschke, yeah. why don't we show the fine people of the internet uh, sort of whereabouts you, you may have uh, been for the last little bit. Yes. Um, so last week, I went on what I would like to refer to as a spirit journey. Um, I traveled to the depths of uh, a tall building in downtown Columbus where I stayed for like three days and uh you know i didn't just find myself i found this little thing uh Aww. it came out of my Aww. wife's belly um her name's Delphinian narice pashki um she is Aww. the destroyer of worlds as my Excellent. wife told me <laughs> that i am not allowed to refer to her as princess which ah, is fine yeah, smart move. so yeah um Basically, I now am responsible for some little thing that I've been calling meatball. Now I've decided it might be meatloaf. I don't know. We're feeling it <laughs> but out. Shiva. But what? Shiva. Destroyer of Worlds. That's a cute yeah. nickname. Rolls off uh, the tongue. Yeah. yeah. Could work. Yeah. We're, we, Could work. we know a nickname's going to happen. Uh, we're not like trying to force it to happen. We're just like nature and the world and everything will, will come and uh then we'll yeah could be nurice i don't know uh nurice is a ds9 reference for anyone out there who likes star trek and uh yeah that's uh this this has been baby talk with papa paschke <laughs> speaking of which a word to our sponsors we have meal train and a gofundme if you would like to continue the yeah. human race's existence by yeah. sponsoring the newest spawn so we will send you the link so you can exchange your dollar mm. dues for continued sustenance and other things for uh the paschke family but and um, as my wife is still unemployed after getting let go in january <laughs> and the uh, unemployment's oh. running out yeah um if anyone like you know is hiring for it or just wants to send me money i'm not gonna argue with you what's up <laughs> i've done uh, it and you yes. can do it too yeah the united states where even our unemployment isn't really unemployment um, yeah it lasts so long <laughs> you also have to have uh, paid into it over time and like all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff any hoozles, uh, speaking of the destruction of worlds, um, yeah. mm. I would like to share something with you guys, uh, a very special um, journey that I went on with many of the people of the internet. Um, in fact, you know what, I'm going to bring you to exactly what the date uh, of this journey was. So, um, you may or may not be aware that on June the 8th, um, a fine organization called the Texas Family Project, not at all a hate group, uh, in response to Pride Month at Cracker Barrel, tweeted the following. We take no pleasure in reporting that Cracker Barrel has fallen. A nice family-friendly establishment has ceased to exist. Now... In case you're wondering, there probably is a Cracker Barrel near you serving delicious uh, biscuits and gravy 
right now. However, uh, Cracker Barrel has fallen, led to people having a final time on the internet. There were many an Olympus has fallen reference, many a, uh, you know, oh God, the humanity type comments. But one person, uh, Smurf by name, really like, I mean, I think accomplished pretty much like a record turnaround time from internet joke to full-fledged tabletop game. Uh, because tonight, um, we will be playing no other game than Cracker Barrel Has Fallen. Uh, and in case you're wondering, um, yeah, like, uh, should an apocalypse of one kind or another happen, I think that everybody's top priority should be securing and making fast the nearest family-friendly uh, shitbag horrible restaurant um, franchise. I think that's a good use of everyone's time. Um, so uh, with no further ado, oh, actually, you know what? I forgot to introduce our, our special guest tonight. John Baltusberger is off um, having his organs polished, uh, and Kevin Welch decided to step in again and help us out. So thank you, Kevin, very much. Ah, you're very welcome. Uh, Nothing like a last-minute notice to play a game I've <laughs> never even heard of. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened to you before. Not at all. No. Here, one ring monster. We prep all of our guests and make yeah. sure that they're fully comfortable with the rules that they are stepping in. <laughs> That's all um, right. I won't make it past the first scene, anyways. If if you're not uh, a one mon diehard, and we really should have like an obscene sounding name for our fans, like uh, I I still love Wandy. Maybe we'll call him Wandies. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Kevin Wand is like a regular. <laughs> Uh, Kevin's a regular <laughs> fill-in, so we appreciate him jumping in whenever we give him a poke. Um, that's I pretty awesome. Absolutely love being on with you guys. It's it's a great time every time. So excellent. And tonight's game, as always, if you want to uh, pick up the actual product itself, then you can um, head to our page, uh, back it, grab it, do whatever you will with it. Um, and by our page, I I mean our socials, either Twitter or uh, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere else. Wherever you found the link to tonight's show, you'll probably find the link to the game in question. And with no further ado, uh, Mr. Servas, would you like to take over? Absolutely. So again, the name of the game is Cracker Barrel Has Fallen. I'd like to put a quick cliff note in for our international viewers, since we have plenty of people that are from outside Fair the enough, Waffle yeah. House territory zone. So yeah. there is some special context that we need to lay down. Uh, almost every red-blooded American will be intimately familiar with Waffle House. This is a short order cook situation, no frills. Mm. Yep. And these are usually located very close to interstates and highways and other various uh, well-traveled areas. This is important because there is a actual reliable index that can be used called the Waffle House Index yep. that is used to show how severe natural disasters yeah. are. So depending on how many Waffle Houses actually close is a direct correlation with how much of a shit show the earth is. Snowstorms, mm -hmm. hurricanes, whatever it is, whatever it takes to shut down a Waffle House, that means something is bad. And if you're really not familiar with Waffle House, just go on those good old YouTubes to look at all of the fist fighting that occurs. There is a <laughs> lot of... There is a lot of stuff happening at Waffle House. A lot Drunken of hijinks. Well, we're that talking about yes. out hijinks, like probably all kinds of pills. Hijinks, like you you pick your hijinks. It's going on at Waffle House. But, but we are talking about Cracker Barrel, though, which is 
is different. Cracker Barrel is more yeah. like old times. Cracker Barrel is the the Waffle House that that was from yesteryear. And by that, I'm putting this accent on there because, well, mayhaps in the eighties they could have had some some legal trouble from uh, possible possible <laughs> segregational uh, uh, policies that could have affected some of their wait staff. Also, um, there is a reason why there's jokingly referred to uh, Jim Crow Applebee's. If you are also yeah. not familiar with America and Cracker Barrel, it is a Americana country restaurant in which a the walls are tackled with all kinds of bric-a-brac and miscellaneous nostalgia from the America that really never was, where... Dumb um, country shit. Yeah. My <laughs> so lucky strike cigarettes. They're good for you and good it, for the economy. If yeah. you are from any other country um, and you visit America, you should go to Cracker Barrel at least once to get an interesting sense of what the vision is for the America that some people believe still exists. Uh, and that is not hyperbole. Is there another what? country where they've actually done a theme restaurant of their own cuisine? Like, because, mm. <laughs> like, you know, Cracker Barrel, where Americans can eat like they live in America. That's I mean, I've never considered that. Well, I mean, is that Tim Hortons? <laughs> Tim Hortons, that's true. Yeah. Outback yeah. Steakhouse is not actually Australian and they know it. It's just branding. <laughs> America likes to dress like its food up in the trappings of other cultures while still being decidedly white cuisine. Oh, yeah. Uh, other, other thing that's worth mentioning is that we are such a capitalist country that in this representation of Cracker Barrel as a mini America, a third of the restaurant is gift shop. Gift shop. So yep. most <laughs> you can buy records there. On stuff. Yeah. Now, setting the scene. So the fact that Cracker Barrel has fallen is a metaphor, if you will, for the state of America, because what could cause Cracker Barrel to fall? Not Pride Month, but rather the zombie apocalypse oh, what is I was happening gonna, i is... was gonna guess the gays you know just wow <laughs> heavens now we need to add trigger warning to this for shock and <laughs> horror no right so there is a looming zombie apocalypse that is occurring here and in fact as this game has a lot of spontaneous gameplay we're going to roll live during uh, after our character introduction to figure out exactly what's happening in the zombie apocalypse. How is it affecting the Waffle House that everyone is holed up in, in this basically a tower defense TTRPG a la Waffles. So that is a lot of cultural and a political history for yeah, you not Americans. Do you want to tower defense? Mm, I love it. And I think for that, you're going to be given the award of going first for introducing your I character. Win, I win, oh, yay. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was going to do like a real crabby Southern guy voice tonight, but maybe I still will, but not not right now. Um, I was playing <laughs> Roscoe Abner. Those are two first names. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm cranky. I'm CPR certified. That's really all you need to know about me for now. Cranky and CPR certified. I'm a regular at the restaurant. Old man, middle age, you know. Just the guy you see in the in the tips. Yeah, in, in the in the in the back, like in taking up a whole booth by himself, like just nursing a coffee, like all day long, keeping that booth tied up. Wait mm -hmm. staff love me because of that. Yeah. 
That's me. Can you roll like 2d20 for amount of liver spots on your hands? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I were just to tell you that there are exactly 41 liver spots because I count them as I'm staring down at my coffee held in my hands and wait to die. Wow, that's a hard act to follow. Yeah. So I'm I'm Bailey Don Willen, and I'm a server here at the Waffle House. I've been here three years. I used to work at the Pizza Party Palace. It fucking sucked. Um, <laughs> this is better, except for Sunday shifts. Fucking hate Sunday shifts. Mm. Um, yeah, so my special skills, I'm also CPR certified. Um, that was required at the Party Palace. And I'm great at data entry, which is going to just be fabulous for this. This situation. Now, at some point, we're going to have to figure out if this Waffle House has an AED. Ooh. Oh. Um, I'll go next. Uh, my character, or, or I'm uh, Dakota Culpepper. Um, I'm a just out of high school kid, kind of pimply face, still trying to, still kind of just socially awkward, trying to uh, work in as a host. So he's got to, you know, force that social interaction with people and, um, he, uh, he will proudly tell everybody that he was the scout leader, uh, for his Eagle Scouts. And, uh, he's just, he's happy to be working and he knows that, uh, if everything, uh, goes right, he can be, uh, assistant manager of the night shift on the weekends within six to eight years. <laughs> Some dreams come true and others don't. <clears throat> you know, for for a guy like me, Ray Nathan Wilbur, grill operator, I once had dreams of being a night manager on the weekends, and then I realized that, well, I just, I like putting the bacon on the grill and then putting the weight on top of it so that it stays flat as it cooks and mm. becomes crispy. I like to pour the batter into the waffle mold, then flip it over almost immediately so it cooks. I like to smell the ham before a customer orders it, sometimes after. <laughs> I don't need to explain that to you. I don't need to explain anything to anybody. Am I stoned right now? Possibly. Possibly not. You'll never know the answer to that. And, well, that's because my special skill is up close magic you see it you see my thumb you see it here look at how it was removed from my hand holy heck mr ray that's amazing i know it but it was optical illusion also see that thing on the top shelf there you need that the can of lard not at the moment well if you do let me just go ahead and bring that down. There you go. You're an inspiration to us all. <laughs> Welcome to Waffle House. That's, so, that's my line. Are, are you implying that there might be some sort of correlation between being stoned and smelling ham? Because that might that might track for me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, John's kind of like that. Some of us had ham for breakfast and dinner. I don't know. <laughs> John is decidedly against the ham bush. Yeah. Living that two ham life. Yeah. Not on the ham pan. Ham for breakfast, know. ham for dinner. For lunch, who gives a shit? That was the Philly cheesesteak. 
Uh, Man, you are living your best life. Hey, take comes. So, to to begin our evening, I need each of you to roll me a d6. And in the order you say them, it's going to affect different things. Four. Three. Three. I hate this dice. Why do I keep using it? I think that's... I think that's a five. I'm switching this dice. The sexy dice again. You no, me. I'm using the Gulaold uh, dice. This is the most important of all the rolls, so you have to tell me what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that down. Mount doesn't matter, but. And if you're using the it? sex dice that I gave you, Pashki, doggy style <laughs> counts as a four. Oh, okay. On all fours. I think that's the reason. Yeah. Okay. No, Pashki, what did you roll? I, I obviously. Was trying to grab another dice, and uh, I rolled a two. Oh, okay, that's worse. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I mean, that's why you're cooking a waffle. You should have stuck with five. All Look, right. I couldn't tell that was a five or not, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, no, 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 no. You. you roll your own. No, no. I I stick by what you roll, so I am not ruining your lives you're ruining your own life and i wouldn't have it any other way thanks dad so (laughs) you are welcome actually i do realize since two of you rolled three i would actually suggest that one of you roll me one other die or else this is going to be very wonky i'll roll Well, that was a two, so okay. Um, that works. No, that oh, works because this okay. is a different table. So okay. these are three different tables that you're rolling on. So as you are playing this with your players, uh, the GM can roll this or you can have the players, but basically you're going to be rolling for where your Waffle House is located. What are the characteristics for the zombies that are besieging your Waffle Tower? And then the twist. So we already know that Paschke rolled something horrible for the twist. So you will find out what the twist is later. So we set the scene. Your Waffle House is at the airport. I'm going to interpret that. Actually, I will leave this to my players. Normally, Waffle House are standalone buildings off the side of a highway. Is this Waffle House inside of an airport to represent America in all its glory, or does it stand (laughs) as the franchise of which it is? Both. This is an airport in the middle of freaking nowhere. That, oh, like, so it's an airfield. Yeah. yeah. It's like where yeah. the like, copy mm. pilots fly in to have breakfast. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's better. And, oh, 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 I'll add details. So, like, the Waffle House is actually next to the airfield's bar so that after pilots mm-hmm. get shit-faced, they can yeah. sober up before they take off again. This sounds right. I believe that this okay. this 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 airport probably exists somewhere in I'm going to say Tennessee. I yeah. actually might have worked at this airport back in it's California. It's extremely loud as well. And so, like, I just read a Phil Fracassi short story about a. Uh, it, it basically involves a, a guy flying a a Cessna while blackout drunk and like coming to in in midair. And it was one of the most harrowing fucking things I've ever read because I like, I believed every second of it, like him blacking out and then only waking up once, like in the middle of the night to remember refueling and then like gaining consciousness with like almost no fuel left. Like it was just very harrowing. 
Wow. And then waking that up in how... Waffle House. <laughs> and yeah. it's how he survived the Langoliers. <laughs> deep cut, deep cut, anyone? Put your quarters in your socks, everyone. For the kids. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he just deeps today has been brought to you by Stephen King. Am I hungover as fuck, or is there just like no one here? <laughs> Ooh, that would Everything be great. Tastes like shit. Soda's all flat. There's a little blonde oh. girl who won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, we know that this Waffle House is right next to the airfield bar out in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to assume because it's out in the middle of nowhere. How does Kansas sound for a state that's out in the middle of nowhere? That I could put it in Iowa, but that just seems kind of cruel. <laughs> you know, I actually think Nebraska was worse to drive through. I will ref. I would disagree because I went to Nebraska on vacation this year, and I thought Iowa was actually worse. But I will let you. I don't be... know. The Dakotas were pretty fucking bad. Oh, South yeah. Dakota, that stretch. Yeah. yeah. So basically, America has is fallen in this um, this apocalypse, and it's now just one giant plain state. It's like the United Dakota ass of Nebraska, <laughs> and. The zombies and why America has fallen so quickly is that the zombies are impossibly fast and constantly screaming, which is terrifying. <laughs> so if you aren't eaten alive, then you just might die of a heart attack before they eat you, and then they eat you a dead. So well, you have survived this long. Them because you're out in the middle of nowhere and we'll just say most of civilization has fallen and this is one of the last bastions the game itself is very reliant on that parallel to that waffle house index that i referenced earlier where you start at yellow two you have a barometer showing the relative chaos and damage has been done to your restaurant and you're trying to shore up your defenses and fix the problems with your waffle house before it goes red and then hit critical at red one where you all die if you were able to do enough repairs or get enough successes then you get to move up into green the benefit is when you are in either green or red, it changes your stats. This is a two stat game. You either have, you have survival and wits. If you are in the green, then you get plus one to your wits because you're calm enough because you realize you're safe. Once you get into the red, instead you get a bonus to survival because you're fighting for your life. So we find ourselves with the players inside this Waffle House next to the airport or the airfield, and they are at yellow two. So that means that you have some damage. I want each of you to tell me one thing that has been damaged or is bad about your conditions. It could be your food supplies are beginning to run low. It could be the front window is cracked and or broken. It could be um, the oil on the fryer hasn't been changed and it's close to turning into a giant ball of fire i want each we of you to tell me one no no it's where you get the flavor yeah that's exactly that that's, not a, that's not a flaw that's a feature there's actually a line about that in trailer park boys where um randy is especially excited to go get cheeseburgers at the racetrack because they never change the oil <laughs> it's just well seasoned yeah exactly um, I'll start. Uh, I don't know how long we've been here. 
so let's not say days. I'll say that I'm losing more denture teeth with the hour. With every hour, it's like one more tooth comes out of my dentures. I mean, okay, I, so you... I, I told you not to get the bacon well done. <laughs> yeah. I just so so the, the thing that you say that's wrong with the restaurant is that your teeth are falling out? Yeah. I'm, I'm not able to eat hard food for very long. Okay. I'm talking about okay, something thanks. that's wrong with All the physical right. building or the situation. <laughs> okay, um, I mean, the amount say... of teeth piling up. <laughs> so <laughs> many teeth. Oh, I've I've got I've got a good one. Or um, if you want to roll with that, I can I can I no, can no 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 I can no work no, no I've got a I've got a good one. Um, many if not all Waffle Houses have a TV at minimum, usually two, and our TV apostor like uh parenthesis s parenthesis um are no longer receiving any signal like they're broken so yes. we don't really have any tv news coming in now i love that that actually works and really sets the scene so i stopped my mopping duties as part of my job because <laughs> it's a fucking apocalypse i don't think i'm getting paid anymore so i'm really not mopping the floors so there's a a thin buildup of like filth and grease that just ends up permeating everything in this place. Just a thin coating of it everywhere. The question is, did you follow corporate code and are you wearing your non-slip shoes to work? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like I have other shoes with me. Right. Uh, it's awesome. more comfortable. <laughs> to kind of go with that, um, being as we've been holed up in here for who knows how long, uh, as part of the host's job, it's I'm I'm and being the new guy, I I'm supposed to be the one that's plunging the toilets, and uh, they've been stopped up for so long, and it's just starting to creep over. It's got it's got like a weird uh, surface tension at the top where it, it and if you look at it funny, it's just going <laughs> to spill over. Um, which is kind of uh, and and unfortunately, uh, um. Roscoe's right next to where the the restrooms are, so he's catching the full brunt of what's coming out of there. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah. Well, you're the Lord will that... never give you something too stinky to smell. <laughs> you're saying that the toilets are both smothered and covered. <laughs> yes, yes, smothered and covered, and uh, shit, what else? Chopped and cheese. I don't and know. And for our international listeners, again, sorry for all the American humor, but famously at Waffle Bre at Waffle at Waffle House, you can get your hash browns done a number of ways, including chopped and smothered. Which uh, is that the one with cheese? I don't remember. I believe so. Smothered. Yeah, I yeah. thought smothered was gravy. Capped as mushrooms. Um, <laughs> also, for international viewers, if you ever want to go on like Wikipedia or like do a tumble through the internet, look up diner speak. There is a whole short. There's a pigeon language of basically short yeah. order cook, which is actually fascinating, and it sounds like it's false, but it's actually legitimately real. Um, it's, it's over sunny, blah 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 blah. Drag it through the garden. Yeah, I know yeah. some of it. Yeah. Yeah. We have a former Waffle House waitress in the chat schooling us. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Hey, there we go. Smothered yeah. as cheese. Yeah. Thank you, Remy. <laughs> Excellent. It was the one with cheese. I knew it. You were right. Yeah. At least I was right on mushrooms. I was wrong about gravy. So I appreciate yeah. someone who's keeping us honest. I only know that because uh, I have a, a pretty good memory for things I learned when I'm drunk. 
and I don't think I've ever been to Waffle House sober. So yeah, that's also a law school philosophy. You don't yeah, go to law this, school uh, sober. No, no. If you if you study drunk, then take the. It's actually a thing called yeah. state based memory, memory yeah. effect. I actually yeah, researched that. Memory effect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then our fourth bad condition, Pashky. So I'm stealing this bit from a comedian whose name I cannot remember to give credit. Uh, so uh, he's doing great. He's got like the Netflix special and stuff. So no, no loss here. Some kids came in with about $20 worth of quarters. And oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know John where Mulaney. I'm going. Yes. Thank you. John but Mulaney. yeah, they, they played what's new. Yeah. Since we now know John Mulaney, they played what's new pussy cat. Twenty dollars worth of quarters amounts of time. Oh, no, no. Then like halfway through they switched it up yeah. to one and then went right back into what's new pussycat. I have that on vinyl. Fantastic. Once yeah. it comes to that one song that should change up, we're gonna have to ask you for that, or will that our audience decide? Uh Remy has corrected himself. Smothered is onions, covered is cheese. All right, ah. everything is right in the world. I will say, as my one interjection about Waffle House story, since you brought up the jukebox, I, I was in a relationship once in where our first date was at a Waffle House. Our official, our first official, it was at Waffle House because uh, the distance between us, it was the only thing that was between two different countries or countries, uh, major cities, basically. And you make on what our, you can. yeah. Oh yeah, I know our yeah, I have other stories. But our on a we for an anniversary one year, we went back to that Waffle House and we had an anniversary dinner there and the server was super sweet to us and when we said it was our anniversary like she did everything she could to make it like as romantic as you could at Waffle House including <laughs> out of her own pocket but like quarters into the jukebox to play like romantic music for us and stuff. It was super cute. Aww, so very nice. It has since closed and is now a Caesar's talk and now looks like it is uses the same block font everything but i digress things are Metaphor. real terrible relationship was caesar's taco <laughs> it Simile. Was caesar's relationship taco was, was like caesar's taco along. Yes. <laughs> so you are in waffle house there's an old man with his teeth falling out of his mouth and his dentures <laughs> The TVs are blaring static, and also one has rainbow bars that are just constantly buzzing back and forth, giving the no signal sound. But that is still not enough to drone out the constant, what's up, pussycat? Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. That has been going on for the last three fucking hours and does not seem like it's going to stop at any time soon. And the floors are greasy and slippery, the shitters are all backed up. Oh, yeah, and there's screaming zombies that are impossibly fast that are beating all the way around the windows. Um, the You have... What have you barricaded the door with? Oh, we were supposed to barricade that? <laughs> How about we do... We'll take a snapback <laughs> and do, like, a prelude to where you are now. Like some movies, there's, like, the camera fades to black, and you come in, you see zombies rushing towards you in the distance. You're already hearing the serious Sam scream as they're charging towards the burial building. Shout out to at least maybe one person that knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say serious Sam <laughs> screaming. Who barricades the door, front door and with what? And that will be the first roll of the evening as far as our game mechanic. Okay. Um, 
Well, probably one of you uh, employees should do it because, like, I no. don't work here. I thought you wanted blueberry waffles. I put the blueberries in, and now I'm about to put batter on top of that. I uh, okay, I'm, fair enough. I'm the new guy. I guess I'll I'll start putting tables and stuff in front of the door. <clears throat> yeah, that is your job. Just like cleaning the yeah. toilets, also just your job, and no one else is here. <laughs> That's what All I've right. heard. So you're going to be making a survival roll there, uh, Dakota. Mm -hmm. So you are going to be rolling 2d6. Okay. And um, I'm just trying to see if you... So how this game works, the mechanism is it's super simple. It's 2d6, and you add your stat. If you have any type of items or something in your background that gives you an, an advantage to it, you roll an extra D6 and you pick the best two rolls. Why this is important is because the sum total that you get will shift the barometer up or down. So if you get a success, you move it um, a, a high success, you can move it up. If it's a bad uh, failure, you move the index down. I should add one rule for everyone tonight, depending on how nihilistic or how altruistic you feel. If you want to be selfish, because in every movie, every survival movie, there's an asshole that's self-serving that sabotages the group so they can try to stay alive. You can choose to automatically pass any role that you make and downshift the barometer one degree. Conversely, you can fail one of your roles and shift up the barometer. So I will be tracking this as we go along. So no pressure there, Dakota. What did you roll? Oh, I haven't rolled yet. Uh, I was actually going to see, because uh, one of my special skills is a uh, scout leader. So, you know, <laughs> in my many years of uh, being in the scouts, I've, you know, built, you know, you know, forts and, uh, you know, assembled stuff to kind of, you know, make barricades, you know, you get, you know, being the older one, you got to set up like all this stuff before, you know, the rest of the scouts show up. So I figure, uh, take a second, kind of formulate how I want to put the tables, how it's going to put it or how it's going to best, uh, block the, the door and any sort of entrance coming through. All right. So Structural you get an engineering. Okay. There's this little box right down here, and I have it in my uh, Boy Scout manual of knots. And I'm just like so tempted to reach over and like grab it, but uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So... The only people who own that book are bondage enthusiasts. You've just outed yourself no, big time, man. I, I legit you so have. <laughs> Why not both? I mean, come on. You don't know what's no. in the library. You, you might need no. to know what to do with a silk rope. You might need to know <laughs> what to do with a, a, no a swing of the rope. There's nylon rope. I am painfully vanilla. And keep in mind, I applied for uh, PhD and EED programs in human sexuality when I was applying for grad school. So, like, I can honestly say I'm not... Yeah. I'm not into Shibaru. I'm not into kink. I, I'm, I'm but... just doing what's lovingly called speaking your nipples. Only no, <laughs> I don't even like that. No, no. I can understand no, not liking like... nipples touched. I get that. That makes sense to me. And I'm like, you're just saying like I don't. I just don't want you to think that I'm. Why being are we here every week? Every week again, the nipple conversation. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I miss you guys. Uh. 
it's good to be back. It is. Um, to get back on track, um, I got a six, a three, and a one. So I'm all over the board. So uh, that is your best two. Nine. All right. Nine for Wait. the best two. Nine for the best two, but you have two for your survival. So shouldn't that be 11? Oh, yes, 11. Okay, then you succeed. That's not high enough to move the index up, but you are able to push the tables around in such a way that the force of the door causes them, like the energy of the tables to go this way, that way. So you're basically moving in such a way that you've made a very effective barricade. The serious sand screaming gets louder as you see more of the zombies charging towards you. And then the camera like fades back to where you are here, where there's tons of zombies beating the doors that you have securely secured. Beautiful. All right. So now we're back to all of the set and setting that we have. And your job is to be able to survive at least, um, I'm going to say overnight, um, but as many rounds as it takes to really push the barometer on either extreme. So I have an idea already. Me too. So, Lose enough teeth. We put them all in one of the booths. We can make a tooth pit. Ooh, I like it. Um, it's like yeah. a ball pit. Yeah, teeth? yeah. exactly. I love this place. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's like the the Chuck E. Cheese that I went to as a kid. Um, I think there were enough teeth in there for it to have qualified as a tooth pit. Um, Is that in Modesto, California? Sorry. <laughs> no, this this shit. I guess we would have come into Salt Lake City for it, so this would have been Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't think there was one in Bountiful. Bleh. Anyway, uh, so like this is a restaurant. We have the means to heat things up. We have a shitload of grease. I think we should pour hot grease on some zombies and see if we cannot either burn them to death or set them aflame. What do you guys think? Uh, if we're going to start discussing strategy, Charles Paschke here, not the character. Uh, in Max Brooks's Zombie Survival Guide, he covers that is a horrible idea to set zombies on fire because then you have walking, shambling, burning, <laughs> and running in this case. Um, is, like, is Greece a good decision? My character is going to agree with you and say we should do it. I, however, <laughs> feel like there's some them. concern. Maybe instead of burning them, we should just see if we can make it so they can't like grab anything or stand up. So we're not gonna set the grease on fire. No. No. Just okay. greasy zombies, that, not fire zombies. Yeah, that way, like when they try to grab us, we'll be like a bar of soap, just like you know. Squick. The sound yeah. is squick. That is the sound. The first thing that I'm going to say is this is our three of what's up, Pussycat. Any role that you are going to make that involves wits is going to be at disadvantage until you can got that GD song off of the jukebox. And it's an old pneumatic one, so we can't just hit skip. Like it's stuck. <laughs> we can't unplug it. We can't. That is a different oh, it scenario. If you've unplugged it. Yeah. Yeah, but then we won't have any tunes. Like, which is worse? Tunes that shred humanity <laughs> or no tunes? Uh, yeah, we'd just be hearing zombie groan. We can I let mean, it go I'd, for another I'd, three hours and see how we feel about it. Yeah. I, I feel like tonight for science, I should listen to nothing but what's new pussycat yeah, for the rest of the night. Yeah, we should all put it on in the background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we I can heard stream it, right? Earlier. <laughs> uh, I actually don't. Don't. I don't know. 
No, we can't. We can't put that on in the background. Well, too um, late. Click. Is that is that Tom Jones? That song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, like I'm. If he's still alive, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't sue us, but I'm pretty sure his label it's would. It's not so. him. It's. It's gonna say. Yes, it's exactly. Manager. Yeah. Or but what if we label? got Tom Jones to come on the podcast and okay. sing it to us? Because then he's just playing the song. Well, then well, I can if die. You're happy. Tom Jones. Do you want to be associated with rope kink and nipple twisting? <laughs> hey, Tom yeah. Jones, call it's us. Too late. You might already be into I... it. You know. All right. So, what is your course of action here, Tom Jones? Um. Uh, so, do we want to grease up the floors to make for, the zombies not the get zombies. in? Yeah, yeah. The floors are already well, greased. Here's yeah. the thing: is like, yeah, the floor pre the, is pre-greased. We don't, we don't want them to. We don't want to like invite them inside to grease them down. I would say that I'm assuming that this place has roof access of some kind. Like, I have not worked in a like restaurant that did not have some form of roof access. Well, they have uh, like the swamp coolers and the air ducts, all kinds and, of stuff uh, up there. Stuff yeah. Up there. yeah. I'm going to assume that this is a little bit like a McDonald's where there is a ladder on the outside that's in the locked cage, uh, and that's how you get on the roof. So it's out mm. by the trash. Okay, so we, what Which if one we, of us what about the, the air ducts? I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, I was both... thinking that we could send someone speedy out there to go and do it, but you're right. We, it... Do I do the... Uh... The alien. Yeah, I want to do the alien slash. Uh, uh, what was that? Not Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard, where we climb back in the vents again. Yeah. Okay. So keep in mind that this is a Waffle House. This is not a very large building. Air ducts can so be I don't have to crawl that far. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to fit. Ian, look, you have let me go through air ducts <laughs> several times, and That's this true, this is the this Waffle is House. We have line. standards. <laughs> He's just stuck in the vent. It's wet. Wow. All right. I guess air ducts are off the table. I guess I won't crawl through air ducts anymore. I guess the house is too small to have a human habit trail running through it. I was going to say, you go in through the kitchen, you come right outside the other side where the servers pick up the food. I mean, I'll do it. Structure, yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, Maybe not such a good idea then. I was thinking like a roof defense, like whenever, whenever you're you know sieging a fortress, that's that's a good one. Get at them from above, but I guess we can't do that. So not without significant risk anyway. Do we know definitively that Waffle Houses don't have a basement? <laughs> I pr I know pretty definitively that they don't. Only I know, I know that the location at the Alamo does. <laughs> okay, so, I don't it's know why you want to. It's where yeah, we're in Kansas. Yeah. Um, wouldn't they have? Uh, I mean, wouldn't they have a basement in case there's, you know, uh, tornadoes coming through? This is actually why I know that they don't. Uh, because like, I I think I remember at one point having to flee a tornado, and I suggested Waffle House, and people like made fun of me because I was a dumb kid from utah who'd never like been to an actual waffle house and didn't realize that they were tiny 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 little glass cubes um yeah i don't know okay. so you haven't actually committed any course of action and the zombies are beating themselves harder and harder against the windows and the door and you're seeing small cracks beginning to form i turn off the open sign 
Oh. <laughs> there is a roll me a wit check. So that's going to be three d six, and you're going to take the two lowest, or you're going to take yeah, the three low, the two lowest dice. Well, that can't get much worse. Studies. They've done studies on how tabletop games can increase something called <clears throat> lateral thinking, otherwise known as thinking outside the box. That's what Pashki's doing right here. I rolled a one and two twos. Poorly done. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. All right. So <laughs> all of you have been complaining and, like, whining and not doing jack diddly shit. You've downshifted from yellow two to yellow one. And you see, like, the, as you, like, you turn off the open sign, like, the zombies are, like, quiet for, like, one second. All of them stop screaming. And then one of them like reaches up towards where the open side is on the outside I and mean, just punches a hand through the glass and makes a hole and then they're all beginning to like clamor and scrabble at the hole trying to make it larger now you can definitely hear the incessant screaming just coming through the hole and yet regrettably it's still not louder than what's up pussycat <laughs> uh, does this waffle house have a pa system for the outside. Oh, good idea. Oh yeah, because it is at an airport. I don't see why not. Can we put the microphone for the PA in front of that goddamn jukebox and yeah. have what's new <laughs> pussycat being pumped outside so they have That's to suffer right. as much as we fucking do? Now our problem is their yeah. problem. Right. Make yeah. me a wit check. Again, it's still at disadvantage. Oh, and until you can one. figure that out. Is it uh three dice? Three the... dice, and you're picking the lowest two. <laughs> Oh, I've got all fives, so there's that. Um, and then minus one, so nine? Okay, so you succeed, but at a cost. A terrible, what complication do you want to have happen, even though you're succeeding? Do you basically, basically, I'm imagining, and oh, you can no. correct me, you're making What's Up Pussycat even louder. <laughs> I am, and I'm, I'm pumping it outside, hopefully to scare them away, but as soon as I put the, the, the mic up to the speaker, it bumps the, uh, the jukebox, and the record skips, and then pauses, <laughs> giving us a false sense of security, and then what kicks back on. What's new? What's new? During that frame, there, uh, Nickelback starts begins to blast oh, through. No. Look at this, Boga! So, uh, that's great. I want you to roll me just a plain D6. Uh, three. Three. So for the next three rounds, and rounds are very relative in this game, all the zombies are, they stop screaming and they seem to be plugging their ears. You watch some of them like grabbing fistfuls of dirt and gravel and like grinding it into their ears. Some of them are just shoveling it in their mouth for some reason. I don't know why, but they're just doing it. Uh, one Jones, of them has cracked open one of those... I I don't agree with how Ian is characterizing your talents, Mr. Jones. <laughs> it 
it's the Nickelback they're doing that too. That's why. Oh. Um, they, one of them rips open one of the smoking tower stations uh, with the sand bucket inside and begins to like shovel sand in every orifice to try to make it stop. Uh, and it makes it that much worse and louder in here. And the What's Up Pussycast when it gets back is now louder. And then it's one beat off from what you hear inside. And it's oh that much God. maddening. So you're at disadvantage and have an additional minus one on your wit rolls right now. But the zombies aren't going to be making that hole worse or uh, sabotaging the other exterior. So you have a little bit more of a relative calm. Um, so how are you going to make your situation better? While they're well, distracting, can idea. we all get to my Buick Century station wagon and get the fuck out of town? <laughs> Was that included in your inventory? Yeah, well, how'd I get to work? <laughs> Airplane. Well, yeah. okay. Everybody hop in my Cessna. <laughs> oh. Okay. No. No Buick Century. Got it. No, no. So your keys um, are in your jacket which is in the manager's office. You want to okay. go get it? Damn right, I want to go get it. All right. And this is I'm, this is the only time I'm going to do like a GM intrusion like this. Uh, th the door is locked. Uh, it, it's not like it's a severest lock. I mean, it's a manager's, you know, typical like schleg lock on the doorknob. Mm -hmm. You could probably kick it down. But you're hearing from the other side of the manager's office Actually, it's hard to hear anything. Roll me a wit check. Again, that's, I'm so sorry, Mickey. Roll so many days for a simple roll, but that's 3d6. And then for you, that's minus two. He's just uh, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> just kid. Uh, and it's at disadvantage, you said. So that's a two yeah. and a four. So that's six minus a two. So that's four. Okay. Fantastic. So that lowers the, wait. Four. Yep, that lowers the Waffle House from yellow two or from yellow one to red three. So this does a couple things. All of you have plus one to survival as you're realizing shit is really bad, much worse than you think. Because um, as you are trying to kick this door open, you have this foreboding, like this deep foreboding sense of dread and doom on the other side of the door, and you don't know why but you can't get to your keys. Maybe someone else can break this door down, but there is a severe sense of danger coming from the other side of this door. Ooh. I have an idea. Um, so... It's also a team, so what's his danger sense at? Oh, my danger sense? I, I'm pretty much afraid of everything. <laughs> Just a scrawny little Eagle Scout. Just... Yeah, I yeah, no I real life experience. Way. No real life experience. Yeah, should you leave your totem chip? Well, yeah. Okay. So, so show us what the totem chip represents, Eagle Scout. Come on, it represents yeah. that somebody break this door down so we can get my keys and get the hell out of here. Uh, you scared? It's not focus. Yeah, I'm scared. Uh, and so you can carry one of these. Pulls out a spatula with a serrated edge. Spatula <laughs> city. They make and, those, and they're amazing. And yeah. I, I, can I use that to jimmy the lock open so we can get to the keys? Make me a survival roll in this case, because I'm imagining the desperation of that. And or I forgot that my spatula had the serrated side. I went to go lick. 
Yeah, oh one no! Oh, don't do that. I, I'm glad you didn't wind up with like uh, you know remake <laughs> of Evil Dead tongue. Yeah. Um, five and a three plus two, so ten. Okay, nice. Ten. Very nice. That succeeds. You jimmy the lock, and you see coats on the other side of the door because again it's. Kansas, Iowa, Dakota land, and you never know when there will be a freak snowstorm or locust storm, whatever. You see <laughs> your general manager dead in a chair with froth coming out of his mouth. What does he look like? Oh, uh, uh, so um, let's see. Long hair, like kind of grain, but not completely gray. Uh, braided into pigtails. Um <laughs> Essentially, one eye is is just out and kind of there-ish, not in the head. Um, okay. The color is a mixture of of yellow, generally on as a base tone, but around the eyes and other orifices were are, are like bloodshot vessels. Clearly, the the death portion um, those burst. Um, generally. Uh, yellowish around the mouth and nose. Okay. And uh, since you've given that lovely description as a quick aside, then I love when all of you use your creative juices at their finest. Dakota, why is your manager dead and had foamed at the mouth in their chair? It's green well, foam now. It... <laughs> The manager spends a lot of time in his office and he's he's you know, sometimes he's just kind of just wore out and when he goes in there. And then when he comes out, he's he's very peppy and very energetic. <laughs> and uh yeah, I I just figure, you know, he just takes a quick cat nap or whatever, but there's a lot sure. of like weird uh <laughs> or um, snorting. I don't vac yeah. I, I don't know, it's weird noises <laughs> in there when he closes himself off. Um I'm, I can only assume that whatever extracurricular activities he was doing, whether it be napping or otherwise, uh, might have been a little bad too much batch. for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or that. Yeah. I love that you've been working towards your first date merit badge. So you see that there are lines <laughs> of white substance and a razor blade on his desk, but from behind him, there was a weird beeping sound coming from a chest. Okay. Like, it's loud enough of a beep that once this door has been jimmied open by a statue, like, you can clearly hear over this, well, the zombies aren't screaming, but the Tom Jones screaming. Wait, from his chest or from a chest? A, like, a, that is very good. I should specify, yeah. it's not a pacemaker going awry, but it is a very large locker box on the floor behind his chair. There is oh, a cool. loud pinging shrill sound coming from inside of it that's kind of like secret... a smoke alarm going off in there or i something? think that's the i think that's the secret waffle house disaster detection paradigm signal <laughs> so, so that we know what waffle house level alert the zombie apocalypse is at. oh then you should totally <laughs> open it <laughs> fuck it you know what i I uh, push my way past this zit-faced kid and uh, gr grousing something about uh, goddamn Zoom millennials 
um, I take my jacked up dentures out of my mouth and proceed to attempt to use them as a toothy lockpick. Like I straighten out the wire of the denture and like, and just try to uh, get my way in there. I am a surprised that you didn't try to snort or gum a line <laughs> of powder on the way over there. Well, it ain't done and yet. B, this wasn't going to be locked, but now it is because I love the idea <laughs> of this scene you set up, and I want to see this happen. You pour your dentures, and you are trying to get this open. Can you throw me a Mickey survival on that one? You got it, and I'm rolling on a big advantage on this one, so... Let's see, that's I mean, not good. I could see what the rules would make that a wit, but I like the concept yeah. of, like, problems. <clears throat> yeah, so total, that's a five. My survival's at a three, so that gives me a result of eight. And so you get plus one because you were in the reds. So that would put you at nine. Yes. That gives you a success, but at a cost. Do you want to, like, break your dentures or something yeah. else? I don't okay. get to eat cream uh, like uh, rather I have to eat my corn uh, creamed and out of a can for the rest of the apocalypse. Hey, so you snap your jaw and open the box. <laughs> I meant the it denture, is... dude, but that's <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. The artificial jaw. I was trying to make it okay. sound snappy. So <laughs> you open the box, and inside of it, there are a bunch of weird tubes and wires, and oh, good. you get the smell of something nitric, and you see a glowing green screen with a countdown timer and as you're looking at this and just in your bifocals um you realize that the manager before snorting a huge honking line of whatever that substance is that you definitely didn't try they have activated the emergency self-destruct sequence for Waffle House. <laughs> it's the twist that Paschke rolled. Oh my god! In the manual, Way to go, uh, Boomer. Everything so you better one. you've been around enough Waffle Houses. You you know that that's there. That's why you have the four part like like Raffle Maker. I mean, it's to, oh. it gets its power from the fusion reactor that makes the self-destruct so. system. This is like, have you never watched Star Trek The Next Generation when they go to blow up the ship? This is exactly what they do. They take the power that they used to fuel from the warp core, and they redirect it inwards till it overloads and detonates. It's the yes. same thing with the Waffle Grills. What people don't know is that the Waffle House actually discovered fusion reactors in 1971 yeah fact. <laughs> they've been running on clean energy ever since speaking Except of stealing the... whales for the past to save the future <laughs> you know with this terrifying like thrill for your body that not only is this bomb I'm gonna sorry, go that, off that might be it's... my favorite deep cut <laughs> <laughs> i i'm so sorry i cut you off Charles, but I thought that was too good of a reference to let slide. <laughs> oh, for people who are listening uh, to the audio, I have just killed Charles with a bad uh, joke. I'm. I'm yeah, I, think he's, so. I think he's on a voyage home. So yeah. uh, uh, you know that once this bomb goes off, uh, you are right next to A, the airfield bar that is full of booze 
and then B next to the hangars that are full of planes, full of gas, and then C underneath you is the oil and fuel reserve for the fueling system for the planes. You can try to get there out, leave here on Dakota on your Buick, but can you outrun the oil field explosion? I'm sure now, as heck gonna try. This has all been kind of revealed to everyone, and Bailey, like you're watching and hearing all this kind of unfold. You're this grizzled, jaded server. What is your reaction to the predicament that you're in? The zombies so, are still not screaming, so you saw just a little bit of a respite before it all kicks in. Now, I've been listening to Tom Jones already, like, this whole time we've been talking, so I'm already well past psychotic. Um, I'm going to take, I have one of those, I don't know if you've ever seen them, girls in your high school might have had them, like the keychain blob, where it's like, there's like three lanyards and a bunch of, like, different decorative, some, like, fuzzy palm balls, and then, like, weird mm -hmm. yeah. things sticking out everywhere. Yeah. I'm putting yeah. that between my fingers right now. Um, because if we're all going out, I'm going outside, I'm going to die the way I came into this restaurant fighting, so. <laughs> fighting zombies? Fighting zombies. It's a rough burn. <laughs> all right, so are you literally taking apart the barrier and stepping out there? I'm going to climb up and push myself through the hole. Oh, so this hole currently is the size of a fist, and it would have gotten larger if not for the Tom Jones. Are you widening this hole? Uh, I'm going to widen the hole. I, I've got one of the chair legs that was already loose, and I'm just going to let in there until it's big enough. Just for clarity's sake, you do have an exit on the rear of the Raffle House to take you to like where the dumpster is and the caged ladder. You're choosing to expand the hole? What? I'm choosing to expand the hole. Okay. I want to see how make me... Well, I would say make me a survival role, but this is anti-survival. Uh, now, oh, so here we go. You can... You can make a survival roll to do that, or do you want to automatically succeed at widening the hole at the cost of lowering the Waffle House barometer? Because Ooh. that is a success, which is putting in the direct, you know, Ooh, it's a perfect it. one for one. Wait, I just realized that one of my, I mean, yes, I am going to do it, but one of my skills is data entry, and I'm wondering if I should try to disarm the bomb. I mean, it Ooh, might be Why don't you design? roll for it if you're torn? Eight total, three, three, two. Are you rolling to see if your basic sense of survival out is sufficient yeah. enough to let you? Okay, great. Because like I say, you have even a plus one to survival because a, what role were you making? Because I would say that mm, it doesn't matter. You pass in that threshold. Actually, hold up. You're on the you're on that cusp. So seven to nine is a success, but at a cost. And ten to eleven is succeed. So that would have put you at nine. If were you rolling survival or wits? Um, I was making a decision, so I I think it was survival. Okay, and you sorry, you rolled an eight. Three, three, two. Eight. Okay. Then you had a zero for survival as your skill plus one from the being in red. Um, so you succeed at a cost. So you, how does this scene play out then? Do you disarm the bomb? Or if you don't, what happens? So I do. 
disarm the bomb. However, while I was basically having my internal struggle of do I just go out or do I actually try to stop this from happening, I attracted a lot of zombie attention. <laughs> I was hanging out closer to the window. I was moving things around. They started to really, really notice us again. Yes. The Tom Jones amplification effect has ended, and you looking up at that hole, playing with the hole, planning on, like, ripping it open, they've gotten the clue. So the one that has taken the smoker's station, for people who aren't familiar, it's like a conical large station with a hole at the top that you put your cigarette butts in takes that and shoves it in the hole and is beginning to wiggle it around and liver up and down to expand the spiderweb cracking across the board and then is screaming and it's basically kind of like a megaphone because they're constantly now re-screaming and then it just makes pure zombie screaming coming through into the room Again, not enough to cut out Tom the sultry, <laughs> dulcet tones of Tom Jones, but now you're kind of getting this backup screamers going on to any time says, what's up, pussy K? <laughs> so, do you know that you have a limited... Oh, you have a limited time before that window fully collapses. What were you going to say there? I was going to ask, since we have access to the manager's office, why don't we search it? Because... We have Great a manager idea. who uses a lot of coke. I bet he's got a gun, guys. When's the last Ooh, time you had a house manager on coke who didn't have a gun? Hey, this is coke? <laughs> it's green, well, isn't do it? Do you want to try it? Do you want to try it? I'm gumming that shit. You guys better get it while you can, or else I'm going to gum the rest of it. Okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, he's the silent generation I'll have you know but he's not going to be silent after he tries whatever that is what is that substance that you have just gummed a whole bunch there it got about as much kick as the crank that they had in uh, Kayshawn Valley back in the day So I don't know Let's call it uh, meth instead of coke because uh, let's be honest, like yeah. coke House. is above the pay grade of so, the Waffle House manager. <laughs> Everyone begins to hear the sound. That's the sound of your gums smashing together, <laughs> <laughs> just chattering, <laughs> like the little wind-up uh, uh, tooth thing. It's, it's gummering. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a. <laughs> Sounds like very yeah, fast. I hope that like slapping. sound deafening didn't like undo it because like the sounds of my knuckles slapping together like that is funny on my end. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I like that. So I uh, go ahead, so you search the office. If you're searching the office, I would love to know where. Uh, excuse me, there, Bailey. Give me a wits check as you were searching through the office. 3d6 right uh it is 3d6 i will ha yes it's i will say the tom jones is probably not as loud in the office i will for this role because it's been like punishingly bad uh just make it a 2d6 plus your uh plus one 2d6 2d6 correct nine five plus four so ten total and did you add your plus one stat to that i did okay because that's that's succeed at a cost again. So you find uh, a Glock on the corpse of your manager, which doesn't surprise you. What does surprise you that is bad at the same time? 
Um, okay, so bad with a gun. That could be a lot of things. Uh, let's Ooh, say I, only, I, I can bullets. interject if you don't have an idea. There's only three bullets. I love it. Better than what I was going to say. I was going to say, he comes alive as a zombie. No, but three bullets. <laughs> I love that. Because then we'd have to waste a bullet on him, too. So Yeah. So you're ahead. Okay. So you, you don't have enough bolts for everyone here. So what do you do? <laughs> that's a, I, I, I'm only giggling because that's usually like in a drama or whatever. It takes a very dark like turn the of mist. dialogue to go there. Yeah. yeah. But with us, it's yeah. just automatically it's like, like, well, that's not good for everybody. <laughs> I still hate the end of that movie. Like, Fuck. I I think it had more guts than the Stephen King ending, to be honest. Of the short no, story, no, I, like, I don't disagree. It was just yeah. weird because it was uns an unsettling movie. And then, yeah. uh, the next night, I traveled to a see a friend in another state, and there was a or weird mist. weather condition where it was mist, but it was a heavy mist that was above you and around you. So it was like a tunnel. So street lights had like this like thick blanket of like oh, heavy shit. density fog, and it was like <laughs> this is just like the movie. We're gonna have to have to figure out who kills themselves at the end. <laughs> so you have three bolts and the Glock. You have zombies that are trying to break through the front pane window. Tell me what the situation is, because right now you're at red three. I'll tell oh, you guys something. I'm pretty sure that the uh, grill at the Waffle House runs on gas. Oh, yeah, so, that sounds accurate. I'd imagine. <laughs> So just throwing it out there, we we could take one of those tanks of gas, throw it into the middle of the zombies, shoot it, and we're not talking about, well, probably a little bit of collateral fire, but that would mainly be an explosion that ought to at least thin the herd or like clear a swath that we could run through or whatever. But didn't he say that the bar was next door, the airfield was close by, and then the That's fuel true. storage tanks are right underneath the Waffle House, which is really bad design. It really yeah, is. Why would you put a Waffle House on a, a Podunk <laughs> airfield? I don't know. Why would you put a giant self-destruct bomb in the middle of a Waffle House? I don't know. Just, why would explain that to you. Why would there not be air ducts large enough for Pasky to crawl through? I don't know. Poor <laughs> design all the way me? around. <laughs> um, maybe we just uh, go out like a bunch of G's if necessary in that case. You know, wow, go that's out, two uh, of you who have been just like voted for suicide. <laughs> Look, we, You're not at even least at my method two. would take Damn. care of all of us. You know, we wouldn't leave one of us to get like gnawed to death. I mean, Look, we could line up. Haven't you always wanted to find out how the other half live? <laughs> the dead half? Yeah. I mean, it can't be that bad. They seem pretty okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you this, Charles. I, Charles, I don't think it's your... the dead half. I think that the dead far outnumber the living at this point. Charles, yeah. you notice that, like, as all this is happening, there is an old road dog zombie that is like watching at the windows that has his <laughs> eyes locked on you, and wrapped around his <laughs> shoulders is like the ghost of a lover who's like si like sipping from a large chalice of wine. Does that look reference bad? to something? Your fucking book. I thought you would have liked it. Oh. I lost it. I'm sorry. The guy hanging How off. How did you I fucking like... road dog? And I use the exact <laughs> quote from your book. 
I'm draped sorry. across <laughs> his shoulders like the ghost of an old lover. Wow, that is verbatim wow. from yeah, that he led us into the wilderness and spoke to us. Okay. Couple of things. First. <laughs> There's a lot I of write, words in that book. Chat GBT wrote half of it. Book. And uh no no no. But I, I have this bad habit where uh like I tend to fall madly in love with whatever I'm working on to the exclusion of everything else. So like I've had people actually contact me and say, like, I love how you did this and this and baptism for the dead. And I'm like, Yeah, I sure did. I really was thinking that through a lot at the time. Like and I was. I just have forgotten it since then. <laughs> Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Ro yeah, and road dog is often a generic term for somebody who just travels all the time. But yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, we might as well do it. Fine. <laughs> I I appreciate it now that now that I understand what it is, and I'm embarrassed I didn't catch it. Um, it's okay, man. Let's. I'm fucking let's, with you. You guys want to ride the tiger, or 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 do we want to try and live? still i mean why not both you're at the tiger gives us the energy to get the fuck out of here so wait well hold up hold up why the fuck would you disarm the bomb that would take all of you up peacefully to make a shitty gas fryer bomb that could just immolate you to death slowly what are you doing? Like, we are living our lives a quarter mile at a time okay i don't know Hold up. I will say I will say that at this point the jukebox does that skipping thing that you said would happen where it plays a different song for once. And it's mm -hmm. playing fucking Creed. That is your oh, punishment. That oh. is from human clay. You're welcome. Uh, Titan A.E. was a classic movie. Everyone else remember that? I'm going to uh, dunk my head in the fryer. I can't take it anymore. They did the soundtrack. <laughs> Which movie? Titan A.E. <laughs> oh, actually, I have a copy, but I haven't seen it. Were we talking about the drive-in last week? And I mentioned how I used to like to go get fucked up at the drive-in um, in Tulsa. Was that us? Yes, I think it was. That was one of the ones I watched at the at the drive-in in Oklahoma. So it might have been a terrible movie with a terrible soundtrack, but by the end of it, I was enjoying it at least a little. Perfect. So I need to figure out from the group's consensus what you're doing. If you're all committing mass suicide or if you're trying to survive as the one last bastion of hope for the human race. I don't know, but you have to tell me. <laughs> all right. As a short order cook, I got to say there's more to life than just making the same 30 dishes that people could ask, which are actually just three dishes. It's just different orders of potato. It's drugs. Uh, whatever. We're going to move on now. We got to live. We can't just let these these zombies get us here and now at a Waffle House. Uh, we we can't stay listening to the last thing we, we hear cannot be Tom Jones. What's new pussy cat. It's going to be great at this <laughs> the stage. Last thing, <laughs> the last thing we need to hear is the song of a bird chirping in the distance. As we wake up to a new morning without these undead attacking our waffle house. That's a good, that's a good uh, inspirational speech. That is the best I can do. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Uh, I, I guess uh, during this inspirational speech, I'm gonna, still going to look for the keys of the car. 
and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still going for that, you know, right off into the sunset, sunrise. I don't know what time yeah. it is. Um, you got my serrated de- spatula at your side, sir. And I, declare this, I declare this Waffle House indefensible. <laughs> and then Are I, you find... Oh, I'm sorry. Your I'm going to pick up my uh, keys. Oh yeah, I found my keys, and then in my jacket, I also found my uh, my battered copy of the secret. But I'm just going to kind of tuck that into my, my manifest. Us getting out of here. Oh, <laughs> so yes, I found the keys. Um, I I don't know. Kick open the the back door. Hopefully, they're not, it's not surrounded. And get to the car. Maybe, guys. I don't know. I like I know that we're not supposed to set zombies on fire. I I feel like an improvised flamethrower might not be the worst idea, but I don't know. We do have the three bullets to hopefully get us there. I Yeah. Bailey, are you the wielder of the gun? I'm handing it to the grill cook. I don't know. He's tall. Natural I can reach leader. things. At least up here. <laughs> He seems chill, so I got one of those. So <laughs> you're amazing. I am tall. <laughs> so tall. Okay, so Ray Nathan, you have the Glock and three bullets. Uh what is your plan to coordinate with Dakota for like kicking out the back door and fighting your way out? So what we do is we don't use the gun as a gun. It's not practical, but we can pistol whip the shit out of the zombie. I say one good crack to the side of the head with this should put them down pretty easily. After that, I got my spatula. If I have to, I'll dismember them. What we ought to do um, is grab mops and brooms and snap them so they're sharp and we can poke zombies in the head from a ways off that sounds good too by the way improvised spears i have a pack of cigarettes they don't see me using does anyone else want to look cool (laughs) cigarette in mouth (laughs) you're the cowboy king i'll have one are your kicks pumped up uh (laughs) i see i don't even know why i'm here today With, with the one extra pump to make you extra cool you found a, the gun in the box of your dad's fun things. Uh, so <laughs> you, thanks for the person in the hat that got my reference. And after I love it, it man. Uh, you should listen to the Three Teeth cover of that song. It's fucking, they industrialize the hell out of it. It's awesome. So I want everyone to do a survival check because basically – uh, there's going to be this dramatic montage where you're breaking brooms and sharpening them while in the background Tom Jones is blaring to motivate you. And uh, we'll see who makes uh, serviceable weapons. I do. Is this uh, at disadvantage still? or No, we're going to yeah. make this a survivor roll. So that is D6 plus whatever your stat is plus one because you're in the red zone. Um, so let me know what you roll because the rules do matter at this stage. So Charles, you said, or Bernard, you said that, Charles Bernard, you said that you succeeded. What did you roll? 14 total. That is important to know because you have made, what is your weapon you've just made? Um, I have just made a pokey broom, I'll call it. 
It doesn't. It's not really good for sweeping, is why I call it that. Well, the mopping wasn't very effective either. So you make your broom so effectively, you just channel all of your masculinity and like the zingy one-liners of 80 action films, and you do it all in one fell swoop, one crack, deathly sharp broom. And you, because you rolled over 12, fill everyone with hope as you move the barometer from red three to yellow one. Ooh. It's the first time in my life anyone has ever said that I increased the overall level of hope. <laughs> this is why you're playing a character that is not like you. This is role playing. Yeah. See, this is another lesson, kids. You can hear compliments you'll never hear any other way. <laughs> like, nice job punching that dude's head right off his shoulders. Or I, I love you, son. Yes. <laughs> we talked about talking about traumas and that is one right there right the so <laughs> that is brasco you show those whippersnappers how to break rooms what so what are the rest of you roll on your uh dramatic montage weapon making scene so i had a 10 total nine plus one you also, whatever, what is your weapon of choice? So um, I'm using half of one of the broomsticks and attaching my keychain improvised weapon to the end of it like a flail. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's like a flail to the face. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm. See, there, there's a reference. <laughs> um, I got, and thank you for the reference, by the way. Uh, what? 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 Eight, eight on the dice, uh, plus two for the survival, plus the one. So that is 11. That is also a success. What did you make? I ran to the bathroom and I grabbed the plunger <laughs> and the toilet mace. Toilet mace. I like that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So I got the, the, the plunger in one hand, I got the toilet mace in the other. Um, dip them in the toilet real quick, and then, you know, for effect, I guess. I don't know. It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> it's dramatic. The camera like it. I'm, I'm a lord. Like and, yeah, that's what I got. All right. What are the, uh, you roll there, Ray Nathan? Well, you've got the gun. Do you even need to – Do you, are you basically rolling for kicking in the door and being awesome, or are you making a, something? Well, um, you see – I should have thought about what I was going to do before I rolled because right now um, with uh, four minus one uh, plus whatever four total uh, minus one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I feel like there is nothing good I can, I can do here. Um, I have, I have some things. Do I just look at them and go, no. <laughs> I can say, are you planning on using your gun? Um, my on my, the zombies. Yeah, uh, pistol whipping the zombies is the only clear thing to do. But not okay. I'm imagining, if I may, correct me if this is not fitting sure, sure. your vision. There's this dramatic montage scene with the camera snapping between. Everyone looks great. Pain. You're all doing awesome. Leading up to you kicking down the door and dramatically screaming, doing something heroic. As uh, Dakota runs out with the keys, with the plunger uh, flinger weapons, and you shoot yourself in the foot. 
Like you kick the door and you're screaming is because your gun discharges like a red blood American, the good guy with the gun, shooting yourself in the foot accidentally, and you just tumble over sobbing like a baby. How does that sound that scene sound? Or you can rewrite it as you want. Um, no, that's pretty accurate. Um, so you hear the bang along like right just a hair after the door gets kicked so you hear the, the kick of the door then the bang and then you hear the squishy thud of a person whose body just oh. went limp and yet fetal position at the same time and as as that happens you then hear <laughs> <laughs> knock the wind out of yourself <laughs> <laughs> because you rolled so badly you have moved your yellow one condition back down to red three zombies are beginning to swarm from the hole that they were focusing on to the back door and you can see the hordes doing a two prong starting to close off the window where you see your buick in the distance Uh, do you make a break for it dakota Yes, and I'm going to tell everyone who can follow me, and I'm going to make a break for it. Me, your survival. Now, something to consider. All of you us have him? plus Dakota specifically, because Dakota, all of you have plus one to your survival because you're back in the red. But Dakota, are you using your martial artistry background with your plunger weapons as you're fighting through? Does You're, that apply or no? Yes. You because know damn well it advantage. does. So you roll 3d6, picking the top two dice, and then with your bonus, that is plus three. So you have a strong chance of maybe making a little bit of progress here. Okay. Well, let's throw it down. Oh, beautiful. Uh, that's a 10 plus two plus the one, uh, 13. 13. So... You, heroically, it's kind of like if anyone's seen the original Dawn of the Dead, where there is the heroic, real cheesy music played by Goblin, as there is the uh, push to get to the helicopter. That's basically what you're doing, but it is a Buick. And I'm imagining that you say, get to the Buick if you want to live, or whatever it is. (laughs) So you jump over the crumpled fetal form of Ray Nathan as you dodge and run towards the Buick as you flail with your toilet weapons to various faces. That raises you to yellow one and... Does that Bailey? Do you follow this heroic charge? And what about you, Roscoe? Oh, I'm definitely following that heroic charge. Yeah, I mean, what else do I got going on? If you have any pithy one-liners, uh, this is a great opportunity. I would love as you charge and jump over the crumpled form of Ray Nathan. Make me your survival rolls, and don't forget that you have that plus one bonus. And whatever, if you have anything you feel like uh, adds to that. Uh, yeah, let's see. So, ooh, I don't think I deserve a catchphrase, actually. <laughs> That's a grand total of eight. Okay, so you succeed, but at a cost, and I want to know, what did you roll, Bailey? I ran, rolled a 13 plus one, so 14. 
Damn, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what is the, because you rolled first, Roscoe, what is the complication that you get as you join Dakota at the Buick? Are you trampling Ray Nathan? Do you get a zombie bite or what? Um, ooh, yeah, I like to think uh, between the two of those, I would trample Ray Nathan, crotchety old fuck that I am. Oh, but I throw him something to make it better, as I do. Um, I throw him what looks like a $100 bill. Pack of raisins. Oh. raisins. <laughs> a Werther's original. Uh, yeah. You know, it would make things better if it was a Werther's. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hey, the thing that looks like a $100 bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Pashki, you should unroll that $100 bill real quick. Okay. We, we should do that as the closing scene. Okay, okay, okay. I feel okay. like all of you right. might get to the Buick butt him, and I think that would be a great reveal. It would yeah. be. Uh, all right, so, Bailey, you rolled high enough that you have, I don't know, how have you also raised you, your the status from yellow one to yellow two? Do you, like, kill a shit ton of zombies, or do you help everyone get into the car really quickly? Yeah, How it turns out I'm out? crazy good with this flail. Like, um, I was in color guard in high school, so this is, like, <laughs> my skills coming out. Um, yeah, just totally just wailing on these zombies with it. It just occurred to me it. that it would be really fucking funny if someone stole the flag from the color guard during the school assembly. <laughs> I was twirling a can of Pringles. Uh, so I like the fact you have this very dramatic, like heroic art, like you were going to be like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill everyone. No, I'm just going to kill a shit of all these zombies. And again, you have the PA system in the background blaring, whoa 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 like and it's just <laughs> yeah. this perfect moment so the three of you get to the car unscathed Wait, i haven't done my pithy phrase yet oh i didn't mean to steal your thunder wow. what is that line wow so i'm gonna hold the car door open for my friends who are making it into the car and then i'm gonna toss my apron towards pashki and say tell george i quit when you see him <laughs> Nice. Hey, damn, there are layers nice. to that statement. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Damn. Gold oh, star of the night yeah. goes to Bridget. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so I need to know from you, Ray Nathan, you get one shot at making one survival roll, and because you're in yellow, you don't get that bonus. So it's gonna be raw dog 2d6 and your <laughs> Uh, survival is at a minus one. Yeah. If yeah, you is. don't make this, oh. you're going to not get in that Buick. Okay, but that doesn't mean I die. No. Oh, it all would right. just mean like you'd show up in the sequel and we'd hear all about how you survived and we're a bunch mm -hmm. of assholes. Hot diggity you know what you eat? Uh So that's 11. So... That means you succeed with, uh, perfectly fine, which is disappointing because I love the scene that was set up with the $100 bill and the apron, <laughs> but you had to just fucking live and just <laughs> make a fool out of yourself. Everybody I hope else you're is happy, happy Ray Nathan. <laughs> I hope you're happy. You've disappointed everyone with a happy ending. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone looks disappointed at you, and you smell like grease. Welcome back, Mr. Pasty. <laughs> Are you going to unroll the $100 bill? Oh. Oh. Close-up magic. Close-up magic. Mr. Paschke has just slipped off the GM. Uh, this is going to be recorded for next week's game, and he's going to start with a disadvantage. <laughs> Tell him what he's won, Roscoe. Well, what you've won might superficially look like a hundred dollar bill, but it's actually a come to Jesus pamphlet. <laughs> you want eternal salvation. <laughs> so another another true Oklahoma story. I had never seen one of those until I got out there. Now I am not naive nor optimistic. So when I saw what looked like a hundred dollar bill like stuck under my car's windshield uh wiper. I was like, oh, what is this bullshit? I figured it'd be like a, a coupon or an ad or something. Mm -hmm. And when I unfastened it, it was like, what's better than $100? Giving your life to Christ. Like, I laughed out loud. I was I... like, do they think one person is going to be grateful to see this instead of 100 bucks? Like, one person. I'm going to have to add on top of that because I worked at Joe's Crab Shack as like a host server, merchandise trainer, the works. And people would leave those as tips. So like there's a time where you're like, you worked like a real shitty shift and you're like, tips are bad mm -hmm. because humans are human. And then you like, you see this little corner stand and it's like, oh, it's a $10 bill. Ooh, no, it's Jack, Tri you know, it's like go to this uh, Jack Chick tracks and you're like, yeah. Damn it! Like, <laughs> yeah. cruel fucking, fucking tip on poor people is what it is. Tithe yeah. on your bill yeah. too, yep. assholes! Yeah. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah, I, yeah. It, I'd also never seen a chick track till I got out to Oklahoma and was like, whoa. And then I, I discovered there was a whole website devoted to them, and I went down the rabbit hole. Don't forget, Seth Rack hates us all equally. Yes, that's right. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, so you are all in the back seat of the Buick. I have uh, a couple of important questions, and we can kind of wrap up the scene and make this dramatic exit. One, what is the scent of your little pine tree air freshener? <laughs> B, Black what is the tape that's in your tape deck? What does Black Midnight smell like? I never got that one. It's Black Ice, I thought. Oh, Black Ice, yeah. right. Black Ice. And do you have a bobblehead on your dashboard that's like covered with ash? And if so, what is it? So uh, the air freshener is actually not necessarily the, the pine tree one, but it's more of a, a, well, it was a gift from my little sister. It was, it's a little, my little pony. He's dead now. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it is, yeah. Too Everyone soon. You know is dead, yeah. Too yeah. soon, Ian. We're the sorry. fictional people. Remember, remember the game where I was like, pour the oil on the orifice. <laughs> <orphans." laughs> it's I'm gonna miss you, Tammy, my little sister. So it's a it's a little pony and it smells like bubble gum. Oh, um, the bobblehead <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Pinkie Pie if it smells like bubble bubble gum. Uh, yes, uh, the bobblehead is actually is a uh, something I was tinkering with. It's actually um, 
uh it's actually the body of like a like a, a tyrannosaurus rex but it's got the head of uh dwayne the rock johnson on the top of it <laughs> and it's it, it, i just kind of uh uh kit, kit mashed them together and actually it kind of looks just like this <laughs> um, and you smell what the pie is thinking? Yeah. So, it, and you know, you you give it a little tab. His, uh, you know, head, the eyebrow moves too. Um, and the tape in the tape deck is actually Cypress Hills Black Sunday. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so fuck yeah! Yes. Crank on the nice. the the car. Make sure everybody buckle up. I still have my permit. Um, <laughs> you're all gonna die in a Buick. <laughs> and I hand it back over to you. Oh, I man. love Black it. Sunday, one of my favorite albums of all time. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I love that. So, Roscoe or Bailey, what track from uh, Cypress Hill is playing as you dramatically speed away from the airfield and into the credit reel? I think well, I ain't going out like that, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. I, ain't going I, just, I set that. you up for success oh, and you took it. Love it. Knocked it. Love out. it. Yeah. Because I'm Perfect like, whenever you ask scene. me, uh, I'm going to answer hits from the bong, but that's not the correct <laughs> answer. You, you were correct. So, we'll wait, see if I what's in the trunk. So, <laughs> that is Cracker Barrel Has Fallen, everyone. Oh, that was awesome. A couple of near brushes with death and a whole bunch of brushes with Tom Jones. <laughs> Which, you know, on the one hand, you can never have uh, too few brushes with death. You can never have too many brushes with Tom Jones. Mm -hmm. So, uh, once again, thanks very much to Kevin for guesting tonight. Um, we have been playing Cracker Barrel Has Fallen from Smurf. Uh, that's with a PH. Uh, you oops can in, in Smurf. Smurf. Yeah, Oops All Smurf on Twitter. Uh, just Smurf in the itch.io and other worlds. Um, and if you like that, then follow the link on our socials and go check it out. I think you will. It's wonderful. It's... Um, I believe still currently a work in progress, but uh, should be available soon. Um, let's see, what else? Well, John's uh, memoir, go ahead. Oh, uh, you can talk about John. I was just gonna give uh, Kevin and Chris in the chat an opportunity to talk about flail to the faces and various organs and their other projects. But why don't you finish your bit about John and then we will put a little spotlight on, on the two of them. Okay. Hopefully, John will be back next week. In the meantime, uh, you can pre-order his memoir, which is called All I Want to Do is Eat Shrooms and Listen to the Sounds of Nazi Screams, which is, I think, an all-timer memoir title. Um, it's magnificent. Yeah. It's uh, memoir, gonzo, fiction, and other stuff blended together into a wonderful cocktail. If you love our own John Baltusberger, and who the fuck doesn't, um, you ought to check that out. I have pre-ordered my copy. You should pre-order yours. Um, and yeah, uh, for the time being, let me just turn it over to Bridget and Kevin to talk about what they're up to. Uh, Bridget, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, uh, well, I've got two books, uh, the two anthologies that I'm in that are coming out at the end of this month, one on August 31st and one on September 2nd. So both that like end 
of August weekend. Uh, the one on August 31st is The Darkness Beyond the Stars, which is a space horror anthology. I am closing that one out with last transmission from the Fedcom Sargasso. And then um, Fish Gather to Listen comes out on September 2nd, and that is um a deep sea horror anthology so i've got my story there's something sleeping in the mariana trench it's dreaming of you in that one cool nice up. yeah great title um i have uh, a show uh flannel the face uh a compatible with merc borg actual play podcast uh with chris he's in the chat thank you chris um we have at we're finishing by the time this comes out uh we'll be finishing up our first uh story arc which is trapped within by uh philip jensen where i play one of the characters in the the book that was written by philip jensen and oh and ian yeah he was he was there too um <laughs> i wrote the original draft assholes i'll have you know <laughs> thank you for bringing that to my attention we wanted to give you credit yes. for it uh so my name um, is on the page <laughs> it was written in fucking clear i couldn't see it i know um, it really <laughs> um eh. but yeah we're, we're finishing up that arc and uh it, we're kind of doing this thing with the world standard the this show is with the world standard um so we're uh, we're going every other week between Flail the Face and the World Standard. They're starting their uh, cyborg uh, arc, I believe, in the beginning of September, which is going to be super awesome, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, every other Friday, uh, Flail the Face, Merc Borg stuff. It's fucking rad. I haven't had this much fun since being on this show just now. <laughs> oh, you're just you're sucking up. So next time you might live. I lived this time. <laughs> you should say I lived, bitches. Um. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's our beloved uh, Ian Sarvas, a merciless god with death in his heart, um, oh, and we it's... love him. We love him dearly for it. Thanks no mercy, daddy. We we would have no mercy from him uh, were he to offer any. Uh, well, that brings us to the conclusion of this year consensual journey that we call Wandering Monster. Um, I have been Charles Bernard. I've been Bridget Brave. I've been Kevin Welch. I have been Tom Jones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What's up, Swisterfer? Ah, I'm... I don't want my cats in here. All right, I've been I've been Papa Pashki. I don't know. I'll try that one on tonight. We'll get about it, Papa. Oh. And uh, yeah, thanks. Till the next time we see you. Um, go enjoy the intoxicant of your choice. <laughs> <laughs>